0: Well-being is about the combination of our love for what we do each day, the quality of our relationships, the security of our finances, the vibrancy of our physical health, and the pride we take in what we have contributed to our communities. Most importantly, it's about how these five elements interact. Hello and welcome to episode 534 of Under the Kell of MS. This is a Wellness Wednesday episode. That was a Tom Rath quote from Wellbeing, The Five Essential Elements. Man, we're going to talk about some MS health-related stuff today. Starting out with, let's see. The plan the concept, the layout, the challenge to maybe stopping, restoring, ending multiple sclerosis. The let's say uh, going anywhere from no cures to possible cures to maybe coming up with some ideas that some things might be working towards a cure. But we just got to hope and see what happens in the future. Uh, and all they can really do is accelerate some of the most promising research. Stopping MS by in its tracks with a goal to have no disease progression, basically detection before symptoms, individualized treatment, and lifestyle tr- strategies, ways to restore loss function like myelin repair, rehabilitation, lifestyle and wellness strategies to hopefully re- regain loss function in the future. And hopefully someday ending MS forever by reducing risk factors, guidance for those most at risk, and hopefully get to no new diagnoses. Uh, People that will be helped. There's, well, at the time of this study, there's 2.8 million people worldwide that have MS1 you I don't know what MS1 is. Uh, every symptom, progression, experience is unique. They'll get there together as a global MS movement. We all have a role to play. What can you do? You can help power the path to a cure for MS by volunteering, advocating, donating, participate in research joining events like global MS organizations, donors and fundraising events, people living with MS, you, the loved ones of people living with MS, the government officials, the scientists, they all got to work together. But there is no cure for MS at the moment. We're just hoping that eventually Pathways the cures and other programs will eventually get us to a point where some things might change. The stop pathway aims to stop disease activity. It will focus on early detection to catch the disease before it can do significant damage to a person's nervous system. Oh, in my case, it would have helped to have someone listen to me and my childhood and get on the disease early early detection is the key and don't dick around and treat people like shit and ignore them when they have something to say to you and maybe you'll help get them somewhere the restore pathway focuses on reversing ms disability and returning people to their active lives through various means including rehabilitation and symptom management But Restore also focuses on regeneration of the nervous system, especially myelin, the nerve fiber insulation that is attacked by an immune system, thrown out of whack by this immune-mediated disease. The idea of regenerating myelin is not at all far-fetched. There have been tremendous advances in our understanding of the nervous system's ability to repair itself, we still got a long ways to go. So the end pathway is working towards a future where no one ever hears the doctor say you have MSA and these are all promising things, but we have a long ways to go before we're going to see any, anything else come from all this testing and scientific research and because it's like anytime they come up with something, you're looking at a good five years of testing before they can even say anything, and then the World Health Organization makes them wait another five to ten years before they do anything and bring it to certain countries. And there's so many things out there now that do help us with issues and problems we have, and that the governments and won't allow us to use those anyways so we all we can do is hope that they keep working on the end goal and get where they need to but it's like they focus on all this stopping the the disease by studying early stages of ms before symptoms occur and it's like well. The problem is most of us are way beyond that. So it's like you're basically telling us that you're not even focusing on the people that have it anymore. You're focusing on trying to stop it before people get it. It's basically genetic therapy. It's like we're at the point now where you're already able to do things to your fetus and change things and plan for what you're going to get for a child in the future and all that stuff. Yeah, if you're just focusing, if you're mainly focusing on detection before symptoms occur and individualized treatment and lifestyle strategies, and basically what you're saying is you're going up to someone, you're going to say you could have this disease, but if you live this style of lifestyle, this kind of lifestyle, you're not going to have that disease. So you're basically focusing on what you've been focusing on for decades if not centuries now just trying to come up with the perfect lifestyle format for someone to live and not have certain issues uh, heart related issues cancer related issues neurological issues all that stuff and yeah you could basically take a child from birth and make them eat, live, physically do what you want them to do and there's a good chance that they're going to live a healthy good life without any type of conditions or issues but I think they need to focus more on the people that have the disease and let's get to the restore phase and focus on the myelin repair, the rehabilitation and then use the lifestyle and wellness strategies but you got to repair that freaking my, myelin first before you uh, worry about the rest because if the myelin can't be repaired, yeah, you can do all this other stuff, but in the long run, it's not going to cure the disease. It might make you feel physically better than healthier, but you're still going to have... S- MS related issues at times. And yeah, I could be wrong, I guess, but I don't know. I haven't seen from trying different things over the years. I have not seen any moments where I felt MS free. So, and the end and part of it, they want to focus on reduced risk factors and guidance for those most at risk. But they say a cure looks like no new diagnoses and never hearing you have MS again. Well, yeah, that's that's a cure for an individual person, but you can't say it's a cure for the disease. I mean, MS will still be out there there'll still be, there's, you still got to define what makes up the molecules and all the issues that come along with multiple sclerosis. You can't sit there and just say, okay, one day we're going to say, okay, there's no one's going to be diagnosed with MS anymore. But yet that just takes us back to the day where Doctors say, okay, well, that's not a disease. We're not going to look at that. We're going to look at other things and try and figure out what's wrong with you. And then again, you're going to go back to the misdiagnosis stages, in my opinion. But I could be wrong. I hope I am. I hope someday there's soon we hear that MS is gone from the planet. But we also heard about polio and stuff like that being gone from the planet and then these anti-vaxxers and stuff that decide they don't want their children to get shots for mumps and measles and chicken pox and shit like that. And all of a sudden just a couple of years ago, we had some families, a couple families that were all against giving their kids shots and Updating their stuff and their kids got sick traveling around different countries and ended up bringing chicken pox and stuff back measles back to countries that had it completely eradicated. So I when you see things like that, it's like you're going to if you're going to live in a world where that's full of breeders that aren't going to stop breeding. And we went from 3 billion to 7 billion people within a very short amount of time. And now we're already looking at the planet hitting 9 billion. It's like we're not going to get beyond these problems. We're going to always have the chance that something can come back or some new type of disease or virus can Be introduced into our environment. And if people aren't going to take it seriously. We're never going to get rid of that. We're never going to have the. World in a happy place. Without all kinds of problems and issues. We're just stuck with it. But. uh, Some ways that you can. Find ways to express yourself and get your word out there. Talk with other related people. Uh, There's different websites, groups, Facebook groups, uh, MS-related groups where you can meet with a lot of people. We have uh, online meetings on Christ, I'd say, probably... Half a dozen different sites that I follow. They constantly have weekly meetings and get-togethers where you can sit and talk. You're going to drive me nuts, cat. Just sit still. You don't have to constantly move. I got you tucked in so I don't have to hold you. I can pet you. Purr in the microphone for a while. Rub your nose up against it. Just behave yourselves. But t- socialize, talk to other people, try things like that. And, but it's best to be around like-minded individuals. That's why it's nice to be able to get in these groups and socialize with others that you can talk to about related issues. And maybe work out some ways to help each other. But, yeah. Let's see you again. This person had a father with multiple sclerosis, and they started doing little word things, and making up signs and stuff. Like follow curiosity. Live with intention. A dream has to start somewhere, or it risks going nowhere. And just you can come up with your own memes and thoughts and ways to tell. The story of, well, this one says, tell the story of the mountains you climbed. Your words could become a page in someone else's survival guide. But basically, come up with your own phrases, thoughts, ways to deal with how you feel and the issues you have with MS. Try and make your life a little less hectic. Try and come up with some phrases that might put a smile on your face in the morning to get you started, or look up other people's phrases and see what they have. And see what you can come up with. But other than that, let's talk about being happy alone. <laughs> Before getting into the ins and outs of being happy alone, it's important to understand that being alone doesn't have to mean you're lonely. Sure, you can be alone and feel lonely, but the two don't always have to go hand in hand. Between social networking nowadays and just going out and about and socializing with people, it's like you don't have to be lonely, but you can live alone and enjoy your lonesomeness. When you want to get out there and have some, get some attention and talk to some people. That's the way to get some socialization in when you need it. But then if you want to just escape into your loneliness, it's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not to say that technology isn't an incredibly helpful tool for building community and feeling close to loved ones who might be far away, especially if you live far away from someone you miss and enjoy talking with. But it's easy to rely on devices as a way to avoid being alone with your own thoughts. And you can... You got your phones, you got your social media, you got your other others that you can talk to. Some way to carve out time to let your mind wander to kind of get into a mindfulness state and just not sit there and focus on All the white noise out there and all the blue lights and everything. Take a little 5, 10, 15 minute siesta break from television, music, internet, podcast, books. Just sit in silence and focus on your own thoughts once in a while. It can be a good thing. You go on a date with yourself, go out to eat or something, go see a movie, spend time with nature, go for a hike. If you have a pet, take it for a walk. If it's that type of pet, uh, enjoy being alone, take up all the space in the kitchen when you're cooking a meal or (laughs) spread out in your bed (laughs) uh spread out a hobby around your living room and work on it for a while spread them across spread the items across the floor and just work with it and enjoy it not have to worry about someone complaining that you got things in their way Maybe crank on your music and have a little dance party with yourself and the ghost in your house and (laughs) the spirits around you. Volunteer for some community work if you want to get out and about and help out with some things. They don't have to be spectacular, mind-blowing things. They can be as simple as... That first cup of java in the morning or a song you play over and over because it calms your nerves. Give yourself a break, serve yourself a top-notch meal, find a creative outlet, some simple pastime thing to keep you busy, make plans for solo outings. It's less about making the other person feel better than it is about making yourself feel better. Yes, that means writing a letter, forgiving someone who's hurt you without actually sending it totally counts. And you can do that. One thing that people like to do, it's like write things down and then just burn them, throw them in the fire. and Just reminisce on them. Just going away, being done with those Issues and thoughts. Multiple sclerosis is a disease in which the immune system attacks the central nervous system. This attack causes protective sheath around the nerves to become damaged and can lead to a range of symptoms. In most people with MS, symptoms get worse during their flare-ups, but then improve. Uh, It's also... In some cases, the symptoms of numbness and tingling, blurred vision, dizziness and pain worsen over time. It's also common for people with MS to gain weight due to their symptoms. It's important to try and reach a moderate weight and maintain it. Being overweight or underweight can worsen MS symptoms. Uh, Let's see here. MS causes fatigue, making you feel too exhausted for physical activity. The pain and dizziness can also affect your energy levels when it comes to exercising. Symptoms of depression are also common for people with MS. Depression may cause overeating or undereating, both of which can negatively impact health. MS treatment can also cause weight fluctuations. Steroid therapy is often... Prescribed to decrease inflammation and it can cause weight gain. And exercise can help with both weight loss and weight gain. And you can bulk up doing weights, exercises, weightlifting, and stuff, or you can do yoga and more cardio exercises for weight loss. But yoga is great because of the flexibility of the exercises, designing it designed it around yourself and being able to do it in a chair or bed or wherever are definite benefits. Uh, some be- other benefits of exercise for people with MS is reduce weight, strengthen muscles, improve mobility. Increase energy levels, reduce the severity of your MS symptoms, if, improve your mood, boost immune function, and as far as weight loss through diet goes, I I'm more folk more into f- focusing on the things that agree with your body and don't affect your body negatively. You can look into certain diets, including ketogenic, paleo, and fasting mimicking. They may improve some symptoms in MS, but there are many kinds of special diets, and some that specifically target people with MS. Most of these diets have no no or little evidence about their benefits, though more research is needed. Many have not been tested for effectiveness or safety. It's important to speak with your healthcare team about anything that you're changing up and going to try. Uh, how many calories you need depends on a num- number of factors, including your sex, your current weight, your activity levels the quality of food also counts. Try to stick to whole, unprocessed unprocessed choices, such as fresh fruits and vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, olive and fish oils. Which, again, you got to watch your numbers and stuff. All that stuff. When you're told that this diet will do this and this diet will do that, you got to think about what, your body's already dealing with and with multiple sclerosis we have most of us have an increased immune system so if we're doing immune boosters those aren't gonna help us they're gonna cause more issues Uh, if your vitamin levels are high and you're pumping those vitamins in your system that's not gonna help you it's gonna negate things Uh, you gotta be careful about all that so check your levels Get your yearly blood test and ask for certain blood exams and numbers so you can get caught up on that and know what you should and shouldn't be adding to your routine. Talk to your medical staff. They'll explain where you're at and what you need and help you out along the way. Uh, just listening to people say "I need our bodies need this or that is not the way to go. They're just going by their own thoughts and what they've researched but they probably haven't even looked at their own body's numbers and or listened to their bodies i mean ms you want stuff that fights inflammation you more than likely in your body and you can build your diet around stuff like that but you should still listen to your body and see how it reacts to certain things start out with one thing a week and see how it affects your one medication at a time and see how it affects you. But always talk to your doctor about what you're changing up and dealing with and what you're going to thinking about trying. But uh, let's see some quick joint pain remedies for that cold weather pain. They got paraffin wax. It's it's a wonderful treatment for anyone with finger, hand, toe, and foot pain. Just dip your hand or foot into the warm wax, wrap it with the plastic wrap it comes with, and let it sit a while. When it dries, slowly peel it off. It's a great treatment to use during the winter, especially in the morning when joints are the stiffest and most painful. You got heating pads that can help. Layering your clothes might help. But you also might have clothes sensitivity to feelings if you have those skin issues where certain clothes can set off skin sensitivities. A soothing bath may help, but watch the hot water if you have MS and you're sensitive to heat. TENS units can help with joint pain, but yet if you have numbness and tingling, it might set off other issues. Stretching is good for joint pain. That's why yoga is a big proponent for anybody's physical routine to help loosen things up and get you more flexible. They have foam rolling exercises, which might help, not be so painful to you to do. There's acupressure you can try. Green teas great for. Those of us with rheumatoid arthritis, green tea is an especially good option due to its anti-inflammatory benefits that may help soothe inflammatory pain. Basically, there's a variety of different things you can try to deal with joint pain and relieve some of the issues and symptoms that come with it. But I am running out of time here. So I am gonna end it here. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shot out of a monster, and we will get back to you again soon. Keep following under the color of MS on audio, video, wherever you can find it. Just punch it into your search engine, and we'll probably pop up somewhere. So check us out, subscribe, tell a friend, and we will get back to you again soon. Take care. Bye.